Hey, good afternoon or good evening, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and this is going to be unique because usually the leadoff to this is not me, it's Sam. And usually we're talking about Around the Diamond, but we are talking GM for the day, and it's supposed to be a giant segment, but you know what? Tis the season for everybody to get sick. We had five people scheduled. It's just Sammy and I. Sammy's got the knowledge. So, Sammy, I'm excited for you to be the actual guest. This is going to be fun. You know, it's funny because we've talked about doing one of these for a while, since it's been a while since you and I have just gone onto a podcast and not have to present things. So I'm happy that we can just talk. <laughs> just chill. We're just going to talk. Just have a relaxed time. Yeah. Doing How about the weather out there? No, it's beautiful. I mean, it's pitch black for me right now, but I'm sure it's great for you. No, it's been uh, it's been rainy and cold out here. It's weird. Oh, no, it's, it's, no, it's been the same over here, too. It just kind of got nice today. So I'm taking the weather as it is. So for you listening to this, this is going to be awesome because Sam's going to tell you if Sam were the GM of of the day for the Giants, what is she going to do? Now, I've already given him the questions ahead of time. This is already this was sent to him pre Aaron Judge, and I'm sure that'll come up. But don't think I'm picking on him because he already knew the questions ahead of time. This is not me, you know, rubbing salt in an open wound type thing. So. All right, Sam, first question. What do you think about the players either gained or lost from your group so far this offseason? Um, so as of right now, we still haven't technically lost anyone. Right. Um Rendon is still a free agent. He hasn't been signed yet. There is still talks that the Giants want to bring him back. He expressed interest in wanting to come back to the Giants. The deal was is that he wanted something long term. And I think now that the judge situation is off the table, which we'll get into, um, I, I think now there can be better talks with Rendon about a longer term contract. He has said he wanted in excess of six years. Rendon is only in his 30s. He's only about to hit his prime. I have been a huge advocate for him. I really like him. Um, I really want to bring him back, but I know he's in stiff. Com- I know he's a commodity right now. As the starting pitching out there is at this point bleak. So if you're not trading, you gotta sign. And if you're only if you're looking at who the starting pitchers are out there, in my mind, there's really only two left. It's Noah Syndergaard and it's Carlos Rendon. Those are it. So the Giants need to make a decision on what they're going to do. They said they wanted to get a starting pitcher. If they want to do it, if it was me, I'd open up the pocket. It's time to do it. You know, sign the guy, get him for six years, give him a seventh year option, show him you want him, show him that you're there to make the investment in him and even entice the offer a little bit. You know, he was looking for 30 million, give him 32 a year. He's worth the money as he's proven in just the last two seasons with the White Sox and the Giants last year. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I like the guy behind me who we just picked up. I really do like him. I think he's got a lot of upside as well. Yes, he's had some injuries the last couple of years when he's healthy. 
people are talking about him. It's not like he's a name that people don't know. It, you know, he's been a staple on the Mariners for the last six, seven years. You know, so and when he was healthy with the Mariners, he was he was uh he was really good and really not only just a great player, but very well liked. He's already being called the hunt the next Hunter Pence. As long as he rides a skateboard to the stadium, he can be the next Hunter Pence. I'm a look, Hunter Pence is probably one of my favorite players of all time. He's always been a, a player that I have looked at and like I just always love the way he's played the game, his his attitude around the game, how he respects the players, the process, the history. You know, he, he is, he's a gamer. He is. I I don't think anyone in baseball could say anything otherwise about Hunter Pence. Not only that, he's just right now, one of the, he is truly just a humble down to earth guy. But Agreed. I, Agreed. You know, so, so uh, now, now real that. Quick, real yeah. quick, real quick. I just pulled up Mitch's stats and I just kind of want to give some perspective on this in 18 and 21, he played 157 games each. In both of those seasons, he had an above 250 batting average with last year in 2021 having 39 home runs and in 2018 having 26 home runs. So he has proven that he's over a 250 batting average player and he can hit, he can hit. And I think in Pac in Oracle, he'll do great. I apologize. You were saying no, no, no. You're good. You're good. So I want to build off Mitch and I want to build off what you just said about Carlos Rendon. So you're the GM. Now at what point you've got one of those guys locked up, you're working on another one. What holes are you trying to fill? No, for the Giants, they there's little bits everywhere you could fill. I could see, uh, I could see if a need at uh, a setup man slash closer, because mm-hmm. while I love Camila Duvall on our team as a closer, he's young. I think we, we he's only been up in the club for two years. He's got another six seven years under arm for arbitration, so he is a guy that I am not even worried about for a while. Um, and that's another thing with the Giants is that they do have the ability to have longevity with a lot of their teams a lot of their guys are still in arbitration so we've got that flexibility where i can see our holes is um second base that inside that inside middle gap on the right side um you know tommy la is not the guy i don't believe he's the guy um you know we've got some we've got some real good youth coming up theo estrada i know can play second base um, and he did a great job last year coming in while Tommy Lastella was hurt. But I do think they need a guy that they can go from short to second and be comfortable at both positions because, you know, we need we need to sign someone that's going to be able to take over for Crawford next year. Because while I love Crawford, um, you know, definition of a definition of a forever giant. Um, he, I don't see him unless by some miracle chance, he turns his batting around this year. And, you know, 
he's not going to be a giant after next season. Unfortunately, it's hard for me to say that. Um, but if he plays really well, I think they'll sign him on another one-year contract. I don't think he's going to get another long-term contract. Um, while he is still a defensive, while he still defensively is probably one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. I, I, you know, I don't think either of us can, could, could disagree that Brandon Crawford has not been a top five defensive shorts, one of the top five defensive shortstops for the last five years. I don't think either of us could question that. No. Offensively, no, defense wise, no. Offensively, I, there is no way I could put him in that category. But defensively, there's no question he's been in the top five the last five, if not seven years. Going back to 2012, in all honesty, from when he came up and was in that first World Series, for the close to the last decade, Brandon Crawford has been the definition of what a defensive shortstop should look like. Well, and he, and he plays – listen, Sammy, I'm not going to argue with any of that. I mean, you you nailed that because he, he plays the game right. He shows up. He – you know, he admits it when he, he has a bad game. He – Listen, defensively, awesome. I like it. I like yeah. it. I mean, he, um, you nailed that. But they do need to find someone that can go back and forth. And I think in that sense, the guy I am looking at specifically uh, is Dansby Swanson. I want. I per- yeah. think Dansby Swanson is the future of the infield for the Giants. And or could be the future of the infield for the Giants. Absolutely, he could, he could be that piece that comes in. They throw him in at second this year, and they say, "Look, you got one year. You got one year there. We're not like this is not long term. This is one year." And I think he can fill that gap. He's played both positions. He he's comfortable in both positions. It's you know. And then you also have Estrada that can do the same thing. And then you can, because Crawford is a shortstop. He does not play second base. Right. But if you can have at least two guys that can flip-flop, you've now got a decent rotation in that infield, in that middle infield, to cover a lot of ground. I don't think there's a question about it. And then, you know, we need to find someone, you know, we signed Wilmer Flores on an extension for a couple of years. So our third base is pretty, I'm pretty, and I feel comfortable with Wilmer at third base. I really do. He's a great, he's always been a good fielder, you know, and he's always been an above average hitter. So I'm good with him at third base. I'm not looking, I don't need to go find right now, right now, I don't need to go find the Nolan Arenado of third bases. I don't, you know, I can, I, I can wait on that. Um, because there are some decent ones coming out in 2024 and there's also the possibility of always trading for a good third base, a better third baseman. So there's flexibility there. Um, but, um, I also see a hole. I still see a hole in the outfield. Um, not a bit, not as big of a hole. Um, while I would have loved to get judge, I would have loved to bring judge home. I really would have. You know, there was an article that just came out a little while ago before we got on that Rich Aurelia even came out and said there they he wasn't playing. There really was mutual interest. Like there was interest to come back. He said it. He was like Rich Aurelia felt very confident that there was real interest in Aaron Judge possibly in coming to the Giants. And 
you know, they released it. They released it the other day. Aaron Judge said they match it and give me that. They match the Giants' offer. I'll, I'm going back. He didn't want to. I mean, he didn't even entertain the Padres' offer. He didn't even entertain it. Right. And at the same time, side note from me being a GM, how are the Padres like? I, I, was, I was wondering when you were going to bring this up. I love it. I love it. Go for it. Go for they it. They have officially knocked themselves out of, I think, being able to sign Soto to a true long-term contract. They just can't do it. Financially, I don't know how they're going to afford it. And can we just talk about how, real quick, also, the Yankees on three players are spending $1.1 billion in, in total contract value. Yeah. Three players. $1.1 billion. You know how much the Miami Marlins entire organization is worth? $990 million. Those three guys' entire salaries cumulatively combined could buy the Marlins. Anyway, um, pitching. We need a we need a starting pitcher. And that's that I don't even need to go in depth on that. We just need a starting pitcher. The um and, and so it's funny that you mentioned the Padres because I saw that too, that both Trey Turner and Aaron Judge rejected their offers, and they were more, which tells you that people realize that the Padres, if they don't do it this year, it's going to be troublesome because they're going to have to go back and get Juan Soto and things like that. Um, I will say, though, as you brought up the billion dollars, I will say this, okay? You realize that the Mets are spending $87 million on three players, right? 87, eight, yeah. Yeah, this season they're spending $87 million on three players. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, and Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> you know I had to throw that one in, Sammy. Come on. You know I had to throw that one in. Then I'm done. I'll be here till Wednesday to hit the waitress, everybody. No. Yes. You know, Max, Max Scherzer is someone that I look at, and if he – is he does he have a does he have two years left or one year left? Uh this is it. No, no, he has two years. He had a three-year deal. Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't complete a if he doesn't pitch a full season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. He should just walk away. Yeah, amen. Preach. Okay. Preach. Anyway, Preach. anyway. Okay. We can, we can go into this for a minute. So <laughs> so let me ask you a, a combined question, because I know this one is going to be more of the depth of what we want to talk about. So combined question going into the winter meetings, obviously you were looking for judge. Okay. Right. Okay. But you walk out of the winter meetings, you haven't walked out I had him for five. I had him for like a minute and 30 seconds. According I to John Heyman, you had him for seven and a half minutes. Yeah. I had judge on my team for seven and a half minutes. I should have gone and bought a Jersey. <laughs> it would have been valuable. And all I'm saying, by the way, top fan rivalry followers, is I want you to go back to, gosh, what was it? The third? No, it was the the 26th of, of November's Around the Diamond with Sam and I. When he posts up people's worth, he put Giants next to Aaron Judge. Yes, yes, I yes, just wanted yes, to get that on know, record. We know, we know. Just go back to the 26th, watch that episode. Anyways. The so you walk out of the winter meetings very similar to the Dodgers, like you didn't walk out going, Woo-hoo! but at what this did the Dodgers do? Nothing, we okay. lost a bunch of players. We literally, we're gonna let the farm guys do it, and I think we might chase after Dansby, but that's 
We're talking Giants. I'm not worried about the Dodgers. Um, I was just curious because I nothing, didn't really nothing. hear anything, and I thought it was more behind the scenes stuff. And now I'm thinking, and I was like, did they do it? It wasn't. It wasn't like meant to be a dig or anything. I just really no, no, they did nothing. They did nothing, Sam. They not, only did they, not only did they do nothing, they lost a bunch of players, but there was an art again. You know how I hate rumors, Ugh. but there was an article that I read yesterday that, in essence, if it's truth, hallelujah. But I, until I see ink on paper, I don't know anything. That said, that Shohei let the Angels know if at the trade deadline the Angels aren't competitive, he wants to stay in California. He wants to trade to the Dodgers, and he said that he would sign a deal with the Dodgers so that he would play for more than just being a rental for six months or whatever. Again, I don't believe that. I haven't talked to Shohei yet. Right? Um, he if keeps I giving me Shohei, if. If I was Shohei, mm-hmm. I would go. I would go right to free agency. I would go Absolutely. straight to free agency. I would not pass go. I would not. Pay, I would not. I would. I would go right past go. You wouldn't even collect the two hundred bucks, right? Boom. I would not. I would not entertain a single offer from the Angels. Honestly, and I would. In the full honesty, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even wave my no trade clause. I wouldn't do it. I would make the I would make the Angels keep me the entire year just so I could walk out of there. Amen. Honestly, and then Preach. because he's going to command four hundred million dollars next year. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna be four hundred million. It's gonna be it's gonna be like twelve to thirteen years. I I am almost confident. Yeah. And you know where I could see him right here. Yeah. Just like Judge. He was close to coming here before he went to the Angels. Um, he had good conversations with the Giants. He liked the organization. And now with the DH in San Francisco and his power to his power to right to right field. Wow. So let me ask you this question. With our last eight minutes that we got or so, answer me this. Okay. Okay. You mentioned Carlos Rendon, and yes. we're talking Shohei, which Listen, that we'll save that one for around the diamond because that one's easy. You and I can do that all day. But every team, every team. <laughs> exactly. What what big money are you dropping? Okay, so there's still some free agents out there. There's Carlos Correa, there's Dansby Swanson. There's still a couple of of people out there that are looking for decent sized contracts. Where are you putting your money? Like what, you know, if you're pulling the purse strings, I'm matching the I'm matching the offer that Bogarts got in San Diego with Dansby Dansby in San Francisco. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm making it that offer. In my opinion, he's worth it. I think he's worth it. I find him to be better than Bogarts. I think he's got more room to grow than Bogarts. I, I see more in Dansby than I do in Bogarts. And I don't want, and I just don't want to deal with Carlos Correa's personality. Plus, he would cost me an extra. He'd cost me an extra forty to forty-five million dollars that I could spend elsewhere. Yep. yep. I'm dropping, yep. and I'm offering 172 million for seven years with 172 million for seven years for Carlos Rendon. Okay, so you're going after Rendon. You're going after Dancy. I like that. Yeah, that's what I'm going after. I think those two pieces can solve issues 
because I do have faith in my farm for the outfield. Okay. I, I Listen, I don't disagree with you. I You mentioned Wilmer Flores earlier. I think he's a great, like he plays the game right, you know, and he'll never be the the face of the franchise, but he plays the game right. You know, going after Dansby, going after Rendon, you know, Uskrimski will turn it around. Um, you know, Lamont, Brandon, that's the thing. You got Lamont Wade Jr., who had an injury prone year, who's going to come, who is now fully healthy and getting back and is ready to go. You got Mike Yastrzemski, who is back in the, who is back in the laboratory working on his batting and his mechanics. You know, they, they should, if they haven't already, they should release LaStella. If they can get Brandon Belt back on a dirt deal, get him back just to fill that hole. But Lamont Wade can play first base as well as the outfield. So he's got flexibility, you know, and we got Helio Ramos. We got, we got so many guys in our farm system that are in the top 50 in baseball right now for the, for the minor leagues. I feel, I feel pretty good about our minor league, about our farm system and especially in that outfield to, you know, to mid infielder area. But, you know, if they can get a, if they can get Rendon on, you know, 150 to $175 million, even if they do the six year with the seventh year option, you do 150 mil, you do 150 million for six years, and then you give him another 25 million on the seventh year option, you know, make it his option. Who cares? Then you get, Dansby on a 280 for, you know, for however many, 11, 12 years, whatever you did for Bogart. You know what the Giants said? They'd still have 400 million. They could still offer Shohei a $400 million contract. And they can. That's the thing people don't understand. The Giants have the most flexible dollars to spend right now. Agreed. And, and listen, I... As a Dodger fan, I hate saying this, but I love it when you guys are good because it's not fun when that rivalry is not there chasing down the pennant. So I agree. It's not good when you guys are facing the dot for the Padres for the pennant because who wants to who wants to play ugly brown and don't even get me started on their city green and pink and Miami vice colors. Yeah, don't even get me started on their freaking uh, city connect. Um, yes. Um, okay, not we've like got this, four... not like these guys. These guys exactly. Are um, we've got four minutes left. Let okay. me ask you a sidebar question because I've been thinking about it and I've been meaning to ask you this question. Do do you chase after? And this is a simple yes or no, and then give me your explanation. Do you chase after a middle, not middle aged, but a 29, 30 year old catcher for a couple years to work with Joey Bart? And or do you put your eggs in Joey's basket and hope that it works out? I know. I listen. I know that's a tough question, but see, I think you put your eggs in Joey. And okay. my reasoning to to that is is his defense is there. Soundly, he's a defense. He is a good defensive catcher. Right. He's a good defensive catcher. He can make the pick. He's got good eye for the field. He can come. He he can control the situation, and the pitchers like him. His problem, his problem, in the first half of the season was his bat. 
Mm-hmm. And if you recall, you got me on podcast where I was about to throw my computer against the wall yeah. talking about Joey Bart's bat. Because I remember. He, made wanna, he, he made me want to take a hammer and hit myself in the head. But when he went back to the minors and Barry started working with him and the hitting coaches down there started working because Barry even said he was like, I went down, I, I went to Sacramento and I worked with Joey. I'm, you know, because, and mm-hmm. once he started to open up his stance more and he started to move, get, turn his hips more into it, you saw that there was a clear difference between how he was hitting in the first half of the season to how he was hitting in the second half of the season. There is no question. And, you know, I I think I feel confident that if he can keep that mechanics and keep working on those mechanics, I feel confident putting my eggs in Joey's basket. And, you know, I'd give him another year or two because you got to think you had – you're trying people are still trying to compare Joey to Buster. You can't compare Joey Bart to Buster Posey. It's never, not possible. Never. It's it, not possible. No. Joe, Buster it's Posey not. is will be in the Hall of Fame. Not yes. first, maybe not first ballot, but he's gonna be in there. There's no question about it. Joey Bart is I, I love him. I got his I got his autographed rookie card right here. I look at it every day. He's not a he. Joey Bart will probably not make the Hall of Fame. He may make the Hall of Very Decent. Yeah. Well, and he and- could make the Hall of Very Good if he works on his mechanics and keeps it consistent. Because again, Ooh. defensively, he's good. He just needs to work on his offensive consistency to stay good. Yeah, and and the only reason I asked that question, Sam, is is again not to pick on it. It just I was thinking about Wilson that because. Contreras- I- was that? Yeah, the Contreras deal. I was looking at that Contreras deal, and I'm thinking, why didn't the Giants take a pass at him? But five years, you know, in my they, opinion, they reached out. There was a there was there was a note that they did reach out and they did okay, inquire good. about it. Okay, it's good. not like it's the look the giant. The one thing the Giants do is they will always check in. Okay. They, yeah, they may it's... not be. They may not be out to bite for it. But they're gonna at least check in and say, "What are they looking for?" Yeah, and then they'll say, "Okay, we'll let you know." And if they're players, they'll come back to the table, it, you know. But they're not gonna just be like, "We're not going after them. We're not going after them." There's gonna be guys that they obviously steer away from, and I'm praying to God Carlos Perea is the steer away. <laughs> well, hey, listen, honestly, with the Wilson Contreras thing, it doctor my bill here. Five years is too long because you got to give Joey a chance. If it would have been right. a two-year deal where Wilson could have kind of tutored him for two years, not had all that pressure. Deal. I would have given him a three-year deal because I would have traded him before the trade deadline in that third year to get value for him. Right. But the five so years I, is too much. Yeah, five. Well, but again, but look at where he went. Mm-hmm. If he was going to the Giants, I agree. Five years would have been way too much. But where he went... Going to St. Louis, it couldn't have been more perfect for him. It couldn't. Exactly. I don't think there's a better place for Wilson Contreras to go into, you know, stepping in for Yachty. Amen. Perfect, perfect send-off for him. All right. So top fan rivalry followers, obviously Grand Slam Sam. 
20 seconds. Wrap it up for me. 20 seconds, Sammy. We'll get you back on with a group of people. We'll talk about being the GM again. But 20 seconds. Any other thoughts that you have for us? Um, I do just want to say, while I'm still, while I am sad about Aaron Judge, truly, I'm happy for him. He's gonna he's he's gonna yeah, have a great career. He's gonna have a great career in pinstripes. He's gonna he's been named the new captain. He I'm happy that him and his family are taken care of. Would I have liked to bring him back to the bay and bring him home and fulfill the, his high school dream? Absolutely. But things change over time. He grew up he grew up in his farm system career as a Yankee. He's now been able to play for the Yankees. He is now going to be able to stay as a Yankee. And I am very happy for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really it. I, I'm I'm sad about it, but I couldn't be happier for the player and for the family in that sense. Amen. Well, Sam, I appreciate the time. I appreciate the fact that you were still willing to just chit chat, even though it was just you and I, we've been talking about doing this. Bill, we can do this all the time. Next time, we're switching the tables. I'm talking to you. You're answering Perfect. Talk to me about the Dodgers, baby. All yeah. right. So, Top 10 Rivalry followers, follow Grand Slam Sam. If you haven't done it yet, you need to get into the locker room because there's an article back there called The Business of Baseball versus Fandom written by Sarah, and it's phenomenal. So, check it out. Sam, we'll have you on again. Thanks, uh, top fans. We'll talk to you soon. See you on the field.